Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me a hell yeah! Hey, this is Veda Zhang. Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. Hey, this is TJP, the Phil and Flash, and you are listening to Stan, Ro, Chino, and Camos on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast on a special emergency edition of the pod. Stan C checking in, Ro Moran, Chino Liao, and Raf Camus with apparently something better than Slap Soil Internet. All slightly here improved, for slightly improved. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, man, you sound way better. Thank you. Uh, but uh, you know yeah, what so isn't better? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah we all know, better? we all know. <laughs> We all, we all know. know. That, that's why we're here. It's a bad day for professional wrestling. Uh, we all woke up to the news, or for some of us, we went to sleep having read the news that there was a massive uh, talent cut, massive layoff in WWE. So the news started breaking mga 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. Manila time, and it kept going until about 2 or 3 p.m. local time. Uh, so over the course of, I would say, 12, 13 hours, several names were all cut one by one by one, and these weren't just wrestlers. Uh, a referee was involved, producers were involved, and um, these range from uh, permanent layoffs to furloughs. So let me go through the list right now of the names that were let go. Let's start off with Rusev, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows, Drake Maverick, Eric Young, EC3, Leo Rush, Zack Ryder, Kurt Hawkins, Heath Slater, Sarah Logan, Eric Rowan, No Way Jose, Primo and Epico Colon, Mike and Maria Canellis, Diana Parazzo, Alexander Yaksic of NXT, Aiden English, referee Mike Kyoda, and the list of producers, which include Kurt Angle, Billy Kidman, Mike Rotunda, Fit Finley, Pat Buck, Sean Davari, Scott Armstrong, Sarah Stock, Shane Helms, and Lance Storm. Where do we want to start? Uh, so no, 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 no. let's go into let's go into why this happened first. So clearly, uh, it's cost cutting. Because now, as we mentioned before, uh, they've lost all pretty much all of their ma- major revenue streams. Like, Champer, you can't hold, you can't get any ticket sales anymore because you're not running any live events or you're not holding uh, shows in arenas anymore. Uh, you obviously don't have crowds. Uh, you can only do empty arena shows to performance center. And the only major revenue stream they have left is young TV deals that they have with uh, NBC Universal, which is the parent company of USA Network and Fox. So, and, and there's you know, some as you mentioned revenue. before, that's the. There is some, some ad revenue coming. Yeah, but not by much uh, not, at this yeah, point. Yeah, not, not much at it, this point. It really, the, the, 
the TV deals is what really what's really keeping them afloat right now. And yung major cuts that happened reportedly saved them around four million dollars. And I don't know where exactly they save it from. It's to go to overhead, but well, actually, uh, as soon as word got out, uh, stock went up. And that is probably the worst part about well, one of the worst parts about this whole thing. Bro, just for a second, um, I was actually seeing numbers that it was closer to thirty-five m in total from all. Oh, the really? Numbers. Okay, okay. Like that's which is a slightly higher number, but there are so many other concerning factors that you know I'll get to it later. Like when you give me my time for conspiracy theory, but no, go do it now. Oh, you no 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 no. No, we're not gonna do conspiracy theories yet. We have to lay down the name. The facts first. Facts first. So uh, there was a conference called before the massive layoffs began, and then uh, according to Vince McMahon and WWE, the actions that they had to take to cut costs. I'm reading this off of CBSSports.com. They include reducing executive and board member compensation, decreasing operating expenses, cutting talent expenses, third-party staffing, and consulting and deferring spend on the build out of the company's new headquarters for at least six months. So, if I understand this correctly, executives are also getting a pay cut and that wasn't enough to save uh, their money? Apparently not. Uh, Pero as far as we know, um, they have hundreds of millions of dollars in reserves. So, it's super strange then that uh, you've got you, they can't just liquidate or you know draw from this reserve in order to keep talents going until at least uh, the whole lockdown ends, right? Yep, that's because that's one of the most concerning parts of all of this. If you're looking big picture wise, now if WWE stock is so good, if WWE has so much money to ensure that their product can still go, that their guys can still be paid, whatever they were you know, contracted to be paid, then why did, why did this become necessary? Like, why? What, this is really what baffles me as somebody who studies corporate culture a lot, that tries to understand corporate culture for a living at times. Now, when you look at this, there was money set aside for stuff like this. There were, you know, they, had, they do lay off people. That is a given fact. But why did it have to come to this? And why did it have to happen now? Why is your internet still slapped for it, Camus? I'm sorry, I had to say. Yeah, uh, I, I thought it was just me. <laughs> no, no, it's, Fucking, uh, it's, it's really him. <laughs> okay, wait. So how much of that did you catch? No, 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 no. Okay. I'll, I'll talk even slower then. Yeah, yeah. Right. No, I agree with you, though. Uh, going off of that point, Sorbang, uh, they have a lot of money. That's the whole thing about this whole thing. Even though you factor in the losses they took from XFL folding and filing for bankruptcy. Okay. Another, another fact, it turns out that the WWE still had a 23% financial stake in the XFL, which they're going to lose now because it's fold siya. Uh, I think there really is enough to go around it. There, uh, by all by all standards and measurements, they have flood money. They have international TV deals. They have merch. Uh, Vince I don't know, has they have the licenses, money. I'm guessing. They Vince have a lot of IPs. Yeah. It's like, uh, well, what if you, 
the, like him as a private individual, so he has the money. He has the money to prevent this. If if guys like Mark Cuban, if guys like Dana White can look after their guys to the point that, you know, well, I care about them. I care about my talent. I care about my people. Why can't Vince support 24 guys for a couple of more months, diba? Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's uh, it's really it's a really bad look that you know someone like Vince couldn't put his money back in and support the his his people, his boys, his boys and girls where when they need him to. Parang, did, did no one really think of how it would look to people around the world suffering from you know from the lockdown from COVID nineteen, not being able to support and provide for the families. Did no one really have the foresight to think about how it looks? Like, is are is he really that terrible of a person? Okay, um, I'm not oh, sure if we talked about sorry. this in yesterday's episode or if uh, sorry, in the sir, I sorry. Um, from a business standpoint, I don't know how viable it is for Vince to be dipping into his own pockets right now. Feeling go mas viable kung gamitin nila yung savings ng WWE for this. Kung may, kung may reserve sila, bakit hindi nila ginamit? That's the bigger question for me, eh. Kasi hindi nila naisip yun yeah. and they record yeah, no. these firings, eh. Yung, yung dipping into his own yeah, pocket, yeah. kung pati niya gagawin yun. Diba? Hindi, hindi niya gagawin no, no, no. What I meant, no, what I meant talaga is no matter where the money is from, whether it's his own pockets or the reserves or the savings of the company, Meron pere, so why not? Why didn't they think of using that money at all? Like, uh, I don't care where it comes from, but use that money because people need it right now. It's okay, like so, going to Vince. Sorry, going to Vince is the last resort because it's the same thing that a lot of like a lot of billionaires today, a lot of these top, you know, these top top guys. The guy like Jack from Jack from Twitter did the exact same thing. Now he pledged. More than twenty percent of his entire net worth to combat the disease, not just like on top of him paying for his people to be protected and ensured that they have income throughout all of this. It's it's just not you know like when when we say it, it's not like hey Vince, why aren't you shouting out for your boys? It's just not that is an option. That is an option on the table. And no, yet, just, yes, I get that. But I'm just saying on his end. I feel like he wouldn't be dipping into his into his own pockets just just yet. See, he's a you know how he does business. He's very um, I, I don't want to say conservative, but that's the only thing that comes to mind right now. So it's very. I think he's pretty shrewd. Sure. He's cheap, man. Price. He's being cheap for people who rely on him, him mismo, to dictate their wrestling trajectory, their lives. As performers, and not just that, also production staff and all of, all of these other people are relying on him. You know how they keep saying the buck stops with Vince, and this is one of those days where it is incredibly clear that it had to stop with him because he had the option and he allowed this to happen. It really hasn't been a very good uh, week, couple of weeks for Vince, because on top of the XFL folding. You have Dark Side of the Ring coming out and painting him in a very negative light, basically implying that 
he covered up the murder of Nancy Argentino or that he conscientiously uh, had a big part in covering it up. And then now uh, it, it was also uh, announced in the news now Vince is also going to be advising Trump and he's going to be part of a group that will advise Trump in trying to reestablish American economy once this entire pandemic is over. And now this, uh, so many employees, wrestlers, producers, writers, and uh, referees have been, yeah, and trainers have been released. So it's really not a good look for, for Vince. And um, I, I've had people message me, people from outside our wrestling circles and communities. And it's, it's been pretty interesting how they're like, Totobato, is this actually happening? Or fake news lang? So you know how oh, it is. So yeah, even our even our guy, babyface producer Ryan, just wondered why we started recording this episode all of a sudden, and I explained it to him, and even he felt shocked by everything that just went down. So it affects everybody, even if you're not a wrestling fan. Or kung hindi ka man affected, nasagap mo siya because it, it was such big news and it elicited such a visceral reaction out of the people who were affected. Na napaisip ka na, oh nga, no, what's happening? Totoo ba to? So on my end. Um, I, I, I've been, uh, pretty upset all day and I don't know why I've been so upset. Like I should have been more upset about other things like how the Benoit thing was handled, how the snooker thing was handled, uh, Saudi and the blood money and all that. Like I was in America when I watched the John Oliver, uh, video where he really took down WWE for basically the entire industry's failure to take care of its people. And yet I still went to WrestleMania, enjoyed it as much as I could as a fan. And I don't know why, but this is the issue that really just made me decide now this morning, I'm, I'm going to unsubscribe. And that's what I did. I unsubscribed from the network. And uh, Chino, you were telling me in private now, wow, that was really passive aggressive of you. And No, no, like, okay. What, Let me clarify. What, what else My could I do? My statement was directed towards your reason and not tell, tell the people what you said. Kumbat can unsubscribe. No, uh, I, uh, the, the real reason is just, well, I, like, uh, I was just really angry. Like, this yeah, is but the what did you put out in the survey, in the exit survey? Oh, they, they always ask you for the exit survey, and you have a bunch of options. And truthfully, the only one that really applied to me was it didn't fit in my budget anymore because I can no longer justify paying nine ninety nine a month for a company that would kick its people in, uh, in the dirt when they're already down. Okay. All right, wait. All right, let me jump in real quick. I have a, I have an answer for your question. You were wondering why this was the final straw for you. I can tell you yes, why. Because yeah. uh, when you see this happening to people who thought that they had real, some real job security, you know that deep down, this could also happen to you when your boss, who is uh, admittedly richer, decides that you are all of a sudden expendable and uh, uh, discardable, if you will. Just because you're no longer, uh, no, nothing is making money anymore and they have to cut their losses. So I think you, all of us, all of us who are angry uh, have this internal dread that it could happen to any of us. And if it happened to the people we love watching on screen, we're not safe. Mas, mas effective. This situation relates to people who are in the freelance industry more than anybody else. Because remember, WWE considers its wrestlers as independent contractors. So there's really nothing stopping WWE from doing this to them, per se. So people who do, I'm a freelance writer. There's not the next. There's nothing stopping me from not having a job the next day, right? 
clients will pull out and stuff. And I and it's a, just a reality that people have to face. It's it's just uh, the gravity is a lot heavier because it happened uh, during this uh this time in our history. About it, this this dark dark thing that's that we're all going through is all of a sudden getting worse just because something like this happened. You know, I, I just want to say something because uh, I there, there might be some people who might come after me and say, nah, wait, weren't you the guy who was really proud to have worked in some form of fashion with WWE uh, at this time or at that time? And yeah, you know, I've, I've worked on WWE events. I hosted the, the Xavier Woods event. I've hosted the Sheamus event. And like um, as a host and as a wrestling fan, I would love to continue somehow working for WWE. But like, uh, para, y- yung career aspirations ko, I can compartmentalize that from how I feel as a human and as a wrestling fan and, and how this just, just does not sit well with me. I'm really just so disappointed. I'm so upset about it. Like, yeah, um, like I'm, yeah. oh, okay. As a fan, I'm going to take that, uh, that point of view that you just threw out there and I'm going to compartmentalize my own wrestling viewing experience because I've never been to WrestleMania before, and I still have plans on going to WrestleMania. But I am doing so with the full knowledge that this company has the has the capability to do something like this. Parang it's it's not ignoring the fact for me, but it's not stopping me from going to WrestleMania. Because uh, WrestleMania parin yun eh. you know, it's still something special. It's it won't be as special. But it's still something that I'll be willing to do. I think for me, it really hit close to home um, after I watched the Drake Maverick video. And I'm sure for a lot ah, of wrestling fuck. fans, uh, the Drake Maverick wow. video in which he just uh, lays his soul and emotions bare for everybody to see. That's super really, sad. <laughs> it was really gut-wrenching, incredibly heartbreaking. Um, it, it's not even, just Drake. Maria Canellis also released a video, although hers... Was a little more uh, uplifting and more optimistic. Positive. Optimistic. It's there more we go. Optimistic, yeah. A little bit more optimistic than Drake. Okay, Drake, talaga heartbreaking. I was also really gutted by Zack Ryder. I mean, um, Ro knows this very well. How big of a Zack Ryder fan I am. Um, ever since he was really just a nobody trying to make a name for himself on the internet, like before BTE, before. Um, any of these uh, vlogs and web shows by wrestlers, Zack Ryder really pioneered the social media game and how to market yourself and build a brand out of nothing when the machine itself wouldn't get behind you. And you know, um, if we're it, doing it, this it, now, if we're doing this now, can we make sure that we go through everyone? No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if we even have the time to go through everyone. I'm just saying how this one really affects me personally. Because what? Because uh, I'm not, I'm not sharing on anybody. Never mind. That's good thing. Yeah. Uh, just I don't know. Uh, so yeah, roll. Wait, wait. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to say since uh, we've mentioned how some people are being positive and optimistic about this, uh, I actually want to clarify that it seems, uh, given the way people are, the wrestlers themselves are reacting to all of this, I think that for now, a lot of them will be fine because uh, when they were into the company, when it was doing well. It was really doing well. That's the way. I mean, that's the reason why they were able to hire so many people for as long as they did. So I think as long as they were smart with their money, they, they made bank and they will continue to survive 
in the short term. I do. I sincerely do believe that, and I also am hoping, kahit papano, there was some sort of severance given to them uh, when they were released. But that's just me blindly hoping. But I really do think that they'll be fine for the short term. Uh, let's just hope that the lockdown over there won't be as long as uh, as long as it it might. Uh, some people might fear it does. It will be. Uh, I think uh, when everything goes back to normal, they'll, they'll be able to find jobs wherever they go. Because after all, they are WWE trained, they are WWE names, former WWE names, and they will be able to draw money. So uh, it's good that we can be confident that they're okay. But that also doesn't mean that we should be complacent about how mad we are and how they were treated. Okay, um, I've got some additional facts for you that I found online. Uh, courtesy right. of our friends from the Smart Henry offices, Dave Meltzer reports that the oh, talent cuts. Sorry, <laughs> that the talent cuts will save a total of seven hundred three thousand dollars per month. So, kung kasama lahat ng expenses na cut from the ones moving into a new office, it's like four million dollars. Pero yung from the talent. That's cuts where the alone, four million comes from. Yeah, uh, okay. yung talent alone come. Uh, it, it's it's seven hundred three thousand dollars, and then on top of that. You no compete clauses. You have the standard ninety days for the main roster talent, and thirty days for the NXT talent. Okay. That's okay. The, uh, I'm not sure though. I'm not sure though if non compete uh, applies when the company is the one terminating you. But I'm. I, I just don't know. I haven't seen the contract. Yeah, exactly. It shouldn't. Uh, it. You should also probably know that uh, the McMahon's donated eighteen point five million dollars to Trump Super PAC program. Yo, this is that's that's my no, that's where I start with my yeah, conspiracy yeah, go ahead, theory. Yeah, 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 go ahead, go ahead. Now we start go, and go I will it. talk yes. slow. I will talk slow so that people can understand every word. Did you just call okay. our listeners stupid? No, no my, my soil inter- internet. That's what I mean. So that it comes out clear. So the audio is clear. All right. We ready? Can we get five minutes on the clock, Chino? Yeah, you got it. All right. Tell me when you're going. Now. Okay. So the timeline of all of this stuff with the Vince McMahon appointment that we mentioned earlier to the big council of Trump and restarting the economy doesn't start with that. What happens is first you have you have the the WWE Performance Center and everything in Florida scheduled to be stopped, brought to a halt. That was supposed to happen towards the end of March. Days after that notice started coming out and the rumors were swirling that we were going to stop having wrestling at all, then came that donation that Stan just mentioned, the 18.9 million donation via Linda McMahon's Super PAC. That then triggers the Florida state government allowing them, uh, qualifying WWE as an essential business. That alone is sketchy as hell. But then it gets worse with the Donald, Trump appoint, uh, Donald Trump's appointment of Vince McMahon to whatever council he has of people, business owners, mostly sports business owners that he wants to help restart the economy with. Vince McMahon, from that point, slowly starts working that out. And then you get the timeline point where the XFL declares bankruptcy. 
And then the next event after that is is this release, these releases. It's also sketchy, but also tied together. And at the end of the day, what it looks as though is that Vince McMahon and WWE Corporate are using their connections to Donald Trump to sustain themselves through all of this COVID-19 lockdown bullshit regulations to bypass everything and be the one league one sports entity that is allowed to operate and you know continue on business as usual the one lone exception so where this fucks with me is that how 18.9 million dollars okay that's a lot of money but there's so much more in deals in setups in things owed in backstage handshake deals between Vince, between Trump, between their people, with Linda involved. And I was trying to get to this in the pre in the precursor to Yappy's interview last night. That this is a big deal, guys. This is a fucking big deal. Look out for this because there are things that are gonna happen. And then we got the releases. So look at it big picture. Look at it like this. And remember that Vince McMahon is now I've qualified crony. Can we say qualified crony, guys? I think sure. he has been for some, for some time. Let's, yeah. Yeah. Let's 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 say now it's official qualified crony Vince McMahon to the Republican state of America. That's where we are on April 16, twenty twenty. And there are still, you know, at this point, if WWE is still going to make money off of this, it's a fucking sham. And as an American citizen, I am ashamed of that government, of the local government of Florida. And it just makes it so much worse that people that we care about got lost their jobs when it wasn't necessary and that we have a billionaire well, is he a billionaire? I don't even care anymore. But you have Vince McMahon set to benefit when people that we care about are being cut off from their livelihoods in a time where it is unconscientiable to do something like this. I'm good. Timer. Uh, four minutes, but I'm not sure unconscientable is a word. I think the, the term you're looking for is unconscionable. Unconscionable. That's the one. Unconscionable. <laughs> okay. But he had a minute left. So good job, guys. I'm good. I'm good. I hate him. I hate him so much. Yeah. No, I'm not gonna dispute with anything you said. But uh, I just wanted. I I was gonna. I wanted to do a hot, a mega hot take, Kanina, which I didn't get to because we moved so fast with the whole positive stuff. But um, I just wanted to say that firing the mid carders and low level wrestlers, it's not a new thing. It was a thing before when the WWE wasn't as big as they were now. This was a thing in the mid to late, uh, you know, in the 2000s and all that. Yeah, they, we uh, called it spring cleaning. Because exactly, after WrestleMania exactly. season, there would always exactly. be uh, a bunch of mass uh, layoffs. Yeah, so what I wanted to sign out was that, okay, fine. If you really needed to uh, cut these people out just to save your overhead this year, Fine, do that. Do that if you have to. But did you really have to do it at a time when nobody can get work? Uh, can no, we? Where, yeah, yeah, yeah go, go, go. go ahead. No, no, no. Go uh, ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say, 
I mean, yeah, COVID aside, this is terrible. Like, it's a bad time to do it. But Maria Canales is on maternity leave. Yeah, and they fired pass. her. Yeah. They've, that, that's, that's terrible. Like, that's just scummy. Carry yeah. on. Uh, Carry by on. the way, one thing we need to talk about is that at this point, uh, uh, because of things like this, because of incidents like this, wrestlers do need to unionize and they need a CBA for sure. David Starr was right. Yep. They know David Starr was always right. No, no doubt about that. Yeah, I, I doubt that's ever gonna happen because at this uh, in in this situation, yung mga may job security parent or some semblance of it, they uh, are either being company people like Seth Rollins, who is again yeah. coming across very tone deaf, or are just choosing not to say Shut anything up, probably, or or choosing to just not say anything probably out of fear. Um, in the case of people like say Becky Lynch, all she really could do was post a photo of her and the Good Brothers, because he niya masasabi niya and. Um, I, I kind of can't blame these people then, especially if you're not on the level of a Roman Reigns who, who can choose to self-quarantine and suffer no consequences out of it. Or be a Daniel Bryan who, you know, theoretically probably doesn't even need this job anymore. Um, it, it, it's the other guys yeah. na hindi alam eh. Like, kunwari, if you're in Austin Theory, bata ka pa, you're, you're basically a rookie. Uh, what, what can you do? What can you say? Who are you to, like, suddenly join a union and, and uh, um, like, instigate mass action or whatever no you know if i were them people should really realize that this could be me even uh i'm just lucky at the moment so people have to get out of their own way yeah you're right it's likely never gonna happen right now because people are safe and comfy it's a it's a time of uh crisis but if people knew what was good for them they would do this because uh people need to realize that they are a few quick steps away from being this in the same boat as the ones who were released. You know what I'm yeah. fucking waiting for? Yeah, go, go I'm, wait, I'm waiting for Sami Zayn to say something. I'm waiting. Actually. Because because that if, if somebody's gonna say something smart about all of this, it's gonna be him. Anyway, yeah, yeah, that's that's it. That's that's the point. I'm just waiting. Apparently, he's been off Twitter for three days. Okay, um, so I'm not sure if you guys have any more stuff to add, but on my end, uh, like, uh, um, we're recording this. We started, started recording mga 4 plus p.m. Um, I don't really have any plans to watch wrestling today. I'm not sure how I'll feel tomorrow. Even if AEW, I, I just, uh, it's hard. I'm just not I saw some NXT spoilers for today, some big stuff really happened involving names like Timothy Thatcher. And uh, right now, I just can't bring myself to give a fuck. And that's because, uh, like, as a fan, my morale really is just down. And I can't imagine being a wrestler, being in that locker room and how you have to feel right now. But um, I don't know how, how you, as a listener, as a fan, are dealing with this. For us, on, on the podcast, we'll, we'll keep continuing to you know, bring, bring you news and takes. I'm not sure if we can keep reviewing... Raw and SmackDown as we used to, especially when it's uh, it, it takes up so much of my personal wrestling diet and so much of my my brain energy to do the podcast. Uh, what I can tell you is for Smart Henry, which has since rebranded, we're no longer on SmartHenry.ph due to domain issues. We're now SmartHenry.com. But moving forward, uh, we are thinking about suspending WWE 
related reviews. So um, these are things we've left up to the discretion of our reviewers. But from the looks of things, uh, some of our reviews, some of our content that are WWE-centric might have to take a backseat for a while as a just as an act of protest or like just us collectively showing disgust. You know, it's disgusting. Stop watching for a while. Walk away from it. Because at this point, it's not... WWE is not something we love. We love wrestling. I think everyone in this podcast loves wrestling. A lot of the people listening love wrestling. Yeah, we don't uh, love sports entertainment. Alam, alam mo yung hindi, alam mo yung hindi ka mahal ka, Ramos, yung internet mo, because I barely got any of that. Yeah, okay. I, I barely got that. <laughs> <laughs> Let me say Yeah, yeah, I, I got, I'm getting nothing. I'm getting nothing here. Yeah. I'm getting nothing here. But how about now? How about uh, It really depends because it's so choppy. Like one minute you're coming in clear, the next minute wala ka nang, like you're just not coming across, you know? Yeah. Okay, I cool message. I'll message yeah, you guys. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah, you, you, um, you, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just going to ask if, if you have any other... Because he started at point two. He can't get it across. No, I'm pretty sure Kamos already said need everything he needed to say. I was going to ask if you two had anything else you needed to get off your chests. I've always been a lifelong, not just pro wrestling, but WWE fan. Will this affect my viewing of the product as it stands? Yeah, I canceled my network subscription, even if it was under a month long. I didn't see the point. Of subscribing to the network anymore, like what you said, Stan. Uh, but at the same time, every time I watch a WWE a content like Raw or SmackDown, I'm gonna take it with a grain of salt. I'm gonna understand that this this company is an evil machine that just spits out wrestlers after they're done with them. But I'm still going to consume the product as I normally would because it's been part. Of my system for so long. Um, the bright side out of all of this for me is that wrestlers now have more options and more places to work than ever before. You have AEW now, which is just taking in the wrestlers left and right, and then other smaller indie companies stepping up. So at the very least, some of these guys who want to wrestle can actually have a place to work at. Um, if they don't want to wrestle, if they don't want to continue wrestling, then I wish them the best of luck. Uh, but again, you know, I don't see this. I don't see this as the overall death of wrestling in general. On that note, on what you said about you continuing to consume WWE product, uh, I don't mind. Uh, at this point, I am too tired to police anyone. I don't want to be like some some people who judge other people for still watching WWE. Because as you mentioned, this is this has been with us for almost all our lives, right? This has been the wrestling we grew up with, and sometimes it is just hard to dissociate yourself. If you can do it, great. If you can't. Uh, I don't mind either. Because uh, I don't want to be in this business of telling people what to watch or what to not watch. Uh, I have enough of my own stress and my own feelings to deal with as well when it comes to wrestling I want to watch. So 
Uh, that's why, Inya, as, as Stan said on Smart Henry, we left it up to the discretion of our WWE reviewers if they still wanted to do this. Uh, if they wanted to, it was okay then with us. If they didn't want to, uh, it was more than welcome. Because we didn't want to force anyone to do what, uh, to do anything they didn't want to do. And I hope it goes for a lot of people. Then, if it still makes, if the product still makes you happy, then I guess go for it. Uh, I don't know if it's gonna hurt people in the end that that may support Balenciaga. I do hope somehow that it leads to the downfall of Vince McMahon himself, not the WWE wrestlers, because they're all just out there doing the jobs and living their dream. But it's also a pretty complex situation to to grasp here. And I hope that we can all find a way to navigate ourselves through it. Because it really is just a mess. Yeah. Uh, I guess just to add one last note before we uh, close it off here. Um, if you're going to keep supporting WWE or if you're going to keep enjoying the product, do it for the wrestlers you love. Like, do it for the Becky Lynch's and the Daniel Bryan's and the Sami Zayn's. You know, um, you, you know, money. That's that's the reason why we enjoy this this sport, this fandom, deba. It's because we want to keep supporting the wrestlers uh, through whom we found some sort of escape. And maybe I, I'm not gonna attempt to speak for a lot of people, but I guess for someone like me who's just really been desperately trying to avoid any upsetting or distressing news during this pandemic for their own mental health, I guess that's uh, a reason why sobrang personally affecting itong news of the, of the layoffs from today. But, you know, if you're going to keep, uh, well, do what you have to do to keep yourself happy and sane. And um, if you're going to keep uh, watching this product, this iteration of WWE, uh, do it for the wrestlers you love because uh, it is not their fault. And um, I, I can't believe I'm about, I'm about to say this, but it is also not Braun Strowman's fault, even though he did say, some very insensitive things that look really, really bad now that two of his best friends have been laid off. It's, it's again, it's not Braun's fault. I can't even blame, I can't even blame Seth for it. He's just being a company guy. Is it wrong? Yes, but is it his fault? Not really. It's not any of the wrestlers' fault. Kasi kasama lang sila dun sa makinalya no, no sistema eh. uh, They're just a cog in the machine. If you will, yeah. Anything else, yeah, guys? Uh, it really is. Um, no, no. Um, I want to just add to the fact that it's not their fault to say all the blame should really be up top, uh, which is something some other people didn't understand before, <laughs> if you will. But uh, it shouldn't be the it. Sh- we shouldn't be dividing the people on the ground. It should be holding the people up top accountable all the yeah, way. I- as far as I'm concerned, they are all Snitsky. It's none of their faults. They will all get by. Yep. Yep. That's true. All right. So um, we've basically started the conversation within our little own sphere of influence. And if you want to join the conversation, you know where to find us. Please hit us up at Wrestling2XPod. That's for Twitter. At underscore Stancy for me. At Caveman Camus. At Roizwar. At China Supersized. And... Uh, yeah, um, we really didn't want to have to produce an extra episode of the podcast. So, thank you very much to Babyface producer Ryan for coming through. Can we end again. on a high note, though? It is Mako Mako Satamura's twenty fifth wrestling anniversary today. Yeah, congrats to Mako. Yeah, congrats uh, to, to yeah, uh, Mako Satamura. Congrats to her. Uh, it's it's funny that the person who had to bring this up was the person who hated homework. 
Kaokamas told me this, but he's not here anymore, so. Alright. We, we can thank Kamos for this little snippet. So, happy anniversary to Meiko Satamura, one of the best uh, Death Valley drivers uh, I've ever seen. One of the best Joshi wrestlers of all time. Yeah. Alright. Uh, hopefully, she makes her way out here soon. Uh, she's been making the age of outs, right? So, hopefully. Yeah, maybe when this whole pandemic blows over. Yeah, maybe we can worry about that. Yeah. Uh, of course. And uh, as for the show for next week, we still have the content we promised to bring you. So on Monday, April uh, 20, we've got that uh, that combined show with the Halo Halo show. JC and Rika will be joining us or will be joining them. And uh, we'll, we'll try to get our wits together and figure out something for Monday. It's going to be a fundraising event. So we do hope that uh, we can come together and use our resources to help the communities in need and the frontliners in need as well. And on Wednesday, April 22 at 8 p.m., we're going to be doing things on Facebook Live again. And this time, we'll be talking to my friends from Wave 89.1, Debbie Ten, and Dino Quilates, a.k.a. Dino Imperial, a.k.a. Dizzy Savage. Right? All right. On behalf, of, uh, on behalf of my co-hosts, Ro Moran, Chino Liao, and Raf Camus, my name is Tansi. And this very heavy surprise emergency edition of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast is in the book. So stay safe, stay well, be healthy, and wash your damn hands. Peace.